Welcome back for another episode of Central Storytellers. We're glad to have you back with us this week as we share some of the top radio dramas produced by the students in our audio production courses here at the University of Central Missouri. I'm your host, Shannon Johnson. Throughout the series, you'll have the opportunity to hear from some DMP students who have graduated and are on to their careers, as well as current University of Central Missouri students who are still honing their crafts. Dominique Hampton is up first. He graduated in 2020, but before he did, he shared a tale of his father telling a child the story of how he met the child's mother. This is Minty. Hey, Minty. Yes, Dad. Have I ever told you the story about how I met your mother? Mm, no, I don't think you have. <laughs> oh, son, have a seat. Let me take you on a short journey. Okay. I remember like it was just yesterday. It was in the middle of the summer, and I remember it being a blistering hot day outside. And so, I went to go get some ice cream at the local ice cream shop. When I walked in, I saw the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life behind that counter. Curly black hair and smooth chocolate skin. Your boy was in love. Really, Dad? Love at first sight? You better believe it. I can take the next person, please. What's a beautiful woman like you doing behind this counter serving some ice cream? <laughs> well, sir, I gotta make some money somehow while I'm back home for college. I guess that makes two of us. The struggle is real for us college kids. What do you think I should get? Well, what is it you are looking for? I'm looking for something chocolate and refreshing, and maybe with a little cherry on top. Wait a minute, Dad, were you? <laughs> yep, I was. It sounds like you would like our mint chocolate chip ice cream, but I'm also getting a vibe that you want something more. You're a smart woman. What time are you off today? I'm actually off in about 20 minutes. Could you hold that order off until then? Sure can. And be sure to make that too. And after that, son, we went on some more dates, and the rest is history. So, I happened all because one day you wanted ice cream? Yep, and that's why your nickname is Minty. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Heads or tails, Josh Wagner was a diligent student before he graduated in 2021, so I can only imagine how disappointed he would be if he had to experience what he produced in his radio drama. This is Josh Wagner and the Game of Chance. In just one more sentence and done. My professor is going to be so impressed by my essay. It took me over five hours to do. Welp, I think it's time for me to hit the road. Oh no! Oh man, well, let's see here. This is page two, and this is uh, page four? Wait, where's my work cited? 
I think that's everything. Yeah. Whoa, buddy. You scared me there. Okay. Well, I'm in a hurry, so I'll be... Want to play a game? I'm sorry, what? A game. You look a bit stressed. Well, I guess you're right about me being stressed, but... Then it's settled. A game of chance will always spice some things up. I think I'm alright. You know, I've had a pretty long day writing this paper and all. Nonsense. This won't take long. Now guess. Guess what? The coin. Is it heads or tails? Uh, heads then? Looks like bad luck. You got tails. I see. Well, that was fun, but I think I'll be on my way now. Not so fast. We didn't handle your penalty yet. A penalty for what? For losing. I did say games of chance will spice things up. Wait, what are you doing with that? Oh, oh god, no. Please, anything but that. I'm begging you. That paper. It took me over five hours. Just, just leave. I hope I never see your face again. I bet you do. But with your luck, I guess that won't be happening. Blood drives are a significant event. 4.5 million people need a transfusion each year. One out of seven people entering a hospital need blood. And only 37% of the United States population is eligible to donate blood. It only takes about an hour to save a life. Even one pint of blood can save up to three people's lives. So, if you want to help, please visit redcrossblood.org to set up an appointment today. In our audio production class, students are allowed to write their own script, or they can find a script they like and produce it for the class. That's exactly what Abram Tabor did in his production of Mark Twain's The War Prayer, adapted for Reader's Theater by Aaron Shepard. It was a time of great excitement. The country was up in arms and the war was on. In our small town, every breast burned with the holy fire of patriotism. Drums beat, bands played, toy pistols popped, firecrackers hissed and spluttered. On every street, a fluttering wilderness of flags flashed in the sun. Daily, the young volunteers marched down the avenue, smart and fine in their new uniform. Proud fathers and mothers and sisters and sweethearts cheered with voices choked with emotion. Nightly, we packed the public meetings where patriotic speeches stirred in our hearts to their core. At every other word, we burst with cyclones of applause, even as tears ran down our cheeks. A half dozen rash dissenters dared to disapprove of the war and cast doubt on its righteousness. But they right away got such a stern and angry warning that they quickly shrank from sight and offended no more. It was indeed a glad and gracious time. Sunday morning came and our church was filled. It was the day before the battalions would leave for the front. The volunteers were there, their young faces alight with visions of glorious victory. Beside them were their proud and happy dear ones, 
as well as envious neighbors with no sons or brothers of their own to send forth to the field of honor. Then came the minister's prayer. Never in our church have we heard the lack of it for passionate pleading and moving language. Ever merciful and benign, Father of us all, watch over our noble young soldiers. Bless and shield them in the day of battle and the hour of peril. Bear them in thy mighty hand. Make them invincible in the bloody onslaught. Grant to them and to their flag and country imperishable honor and glory. At that moment in our holy prayer, an elderly stranger entered from the back and moved up the aisle with slow and noiseless step. His long body was clothed in a robe that reached to his feet, and his white hair fell in a frothy waterfall to his shoulders. His rough face was unnaturally pale, almost ghostly. With all our eyes on him, he ascended to the minister's side and stood there, waiting. The minister's own eyes were shut in prayer, and he went on unawares of the stranger. Grant us victory, O Lord our God, Father and Protector of our land and flag. Amen. The stranger touched the startled minister on the arm and motioned him to step aside. The minister did so, and the stranger took his place. For some moments, he surveyed his spellbound audience and then spoke in a solemn voice. I have come from the throne of heaven, bearing a message from Almighty God. The words smote us with a shock. If the stranger noticed, he gave no heed. You have heard your minister pray. Grant us victory, O Lord our God. The Lord too has heard this prayer, and he will grant it, if such is your desire. But first, I am commanded to explain to you its full meaning. For it is not one prayer, but two, one spoken and the other not. Listen now to your silent prayer. O Lord our God, Help us tear the enemy soldiers to bloody shreds. Help us cover their smiling fields with their patriot dead. Help us drown the thunder of guns with the shrieks of their wounded. God our Father, help us lay waste the enemy's homes with a hurricane of fire. Help us send out their women and children and elderly to wander homeless in rags and hunger and thirst. For our sakes who adore thee, Lord, Fill the hearts of the enemies with helpless fear and grief. Break their spirits, blast their hopes, and blight their lives. All this we ask in the spirit of love, of him who is the source of love. Amen. You have prayed it. If you still desire it, speak. The messenger of the Most High waits. Afterward, we agreed the man must have been a lunatic. What he said made no sense at all. Did you know that it costs zero dollars to make someone smile? A simple act of kindness can go a long way. You may walk past tons of people a day, not even knowing their story. Someone could probably be having one of the worst days, but a simple compliment on their outfit or even helping them out with a small task can change a bad day to a good one. No matter what. Always try to give your neighbor a reason to smile. Lauren Morrow took a similar approach. Hopefully you've never had to experience this kind of roommate tension. This is Joseph Arnone's Fungus Among Us. Ugh, what a freaking day and a half. I am so ready to drink. How was your day? Absolutely miserable. Actually, this is it. 
I'm in pain. Physical pain. Want some? No thanks. What are you watching? Some show about pawn shops. What do they sell? Cheap thrills? No, I said pawn shop, not porno shop. Oh, got it. Do you smell that? What? There's a whiff, a very distinctive aroma. Like, like something dead. It's horrid. Here, the refrigerator. What is it? How disgusting. Is it a rat? It's old food in our fridge. Oh, <laughs> is that all? You must be joking. I thought it was serious. Food that smells like a rotting corpse doesn't bother you none? I'm, I'm used to it, actually. Just once, I would like to see you clean out our refrigerator, Maria. Unbelievable. Why do I always have to do it? It's disgusting. Look at this. Beautiful. That looks appetizing. Oh, wait. What about this? Look at this, Maria. Some leftover chicken fingers from God must be six months ago, at least. I'm not cleaning it out this time. You can. Holy, what is it? What is it? What? It moved. Something in the macaroni and cheese bowl moved. Oh my god. It, it was wiggling. Wiggling like a worm? Yes. Cover it quickly. I'm not going anywhere near that thing. We need to get rid of it before it crawls from the bowl. You hold the garbage can under the counter and I will swat the bowl into this with this broom. Oh my god. That's your plan? Don't move. Count of three. One. Two. Three. I got it, Alexa. It stopped moving. You got it? it? It wasn't anything. What do you mean? It was my imagination. There was no, no anaconda? No. Okay, um, I need to calm down. I, I need to chill. Can you? I'll clean this up. I don't smell anything. It's like I'm immune. Can you open the windows? Because I'm going to be sick. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Central Storytellers. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. We'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. for another fun-filled episode right here on UCM The Beat.